You're listening to the Traffic and Leads Podcast, where we examine what is and isn't working in online marketing. Now, please welcome your host, online marketing expert, One Click Lindsay. Hey, everybody, it's One Click Lindsay with the Traffic and Leads Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. Today, I'm interviewing Mr. Justin Devonshire. You can check him out at justindevonshire.com. We talk a lot today about content marketing and how do how coaches, authors, experts, and speakers get more clients. So that is Justin's specialty. And today he gives us all the secrets. So again, if you are a coach, an author, an expert, or a speaker, make sure you listen to this episode because we talk about a lot of great tips for you guys to get a whole bunch more clients. I think you're going to love this episode. Before we do that, I do want to introduce myself. My name is OneClick Lindsay, and I am an online marketer with trafficandleads.com. I have been online marketing for 12 years. I know what's going on with online marketing. So if your website and your small business is not generating an endless stream of traffic and leads, make sure you reach out to me at trafficandleads.com. I have a team of professionals that are very best in all that they do that can help you succeed. And that is SEO, pay-per-click, Facebook ads, all of these things that can get really confusing with online marketing, we have the answer for you. Before we do that, make sure you go to, before we dive into the interview, that is, make sure you check us out at theclicktechnique.com. It's a five-day crash course, and it will help you. It's free, and it's basically my secret that I take the traffic and leads clients through to build a strong online marketing foundation so you can actually start generating traffic and leads for your small business online. Check us out at theclicktechnique.com. One of the questions that was asked out in the private Facebook group for the Click Technique, which you can be a member of if you just go and sign up, is, hey, OneClick, what are your favorite online marketing tools? Now, I have a ton of favorite online marketing tools, but if I were just getting going as a small business owner and I had a limited budget, which ones would I use? Now, I'm assuming you already have a website and you can make endless pages on the website. So that takes care of the website and the landing pages, which is a big part of online marketing. But outside of that, my favorite tools are probably MailChimp, which is basically an email marketing system. It's free up to like 500 people. MailChimp is great. Highly recommend it for those just getting going. Next is Canva, which is a great way of creating really cool social media and other images. And you don't have to know Photoshop and you don't have to be super technical and it's not really hard. It's Canva and it's really awesome and you need to go check it out. And third, the keyword research tool If you're doing any kind of blogging or content, if you care at all about your search engine rankings, you need to know what people are searching for online. So you go out to Google, you go to their keyword tool, you type in a word and out pops a million variations of that word and how many people are searching for it online and all this information about that keyword. So don't blog without it. It's free. You may have to put your credit card in because it's for an, it's basically Google's AdWords where you pay for Google to advertise for you. It's that tool within there. But you actually don't have to spend any money to gain access to this amazing information. So there you have it. My three favorite online marketing tools. Make sure you don't miss out on theclicktechnique.com. Now let's hop into this interview with Justin. Justin, welcome to the show. So excited to have you on today. Hi, Lindsay. Glad to be here. 
Yeah. So before we get started, why don't you tell the audience, what do you do for a living? What what is what does Justin do? What is his specialty? Okay. So right now, really, I, I help uh, coaches, consultants, and uh, expert service professionals to uh, you know build a real business around their expertise, uh, help them get a better lifestyle, help them um, scale up and uh, attract a big audience, you know, attract consistent leads and sales, so they can. Um, rest easy as their business grows. Uh, I also own multiple um, other businesses. I own um, a couple of uh, fitness gyms, uh, a marketing consultancy and agency, and hold a lot of live events. So, you know, I've really gotten used over the years to having the kind of um, the freedom lifestyle, having businesses that work for me uh, and setting up the systems to, to, to do all that. So, yeah, I help a lot of coaches and other life coaches, fitness professionals, dentists, real estate agents, um, anyone with with transformational knowledge or expertise to share, really help them escape the you know the time for money trap and the hustle and grind and um, start building a real business with more automation that works for them. I love it. I love it. So it does seem like that the whole coaching industry has really kind of exploded recently. It seems like everyone feels like they are a coach. Can you, Justin, make anyone a successful coach, create packages that they can actually sell and help them gain traffic and followers and, and make a living? Or is there requirements there? Yeah. You know, the, the systems and tools will work for any coach it's it's just really you know it starts with their mindset and um, like I said the biggest the biggest issue is the, the industry has grown so quickly and it's a very immature industry mm-hmm. and uh, most other industries outside of us do business and marketing and sales and automation a certain way and it's it's commonplace for other industries but the coaching industry is like the last one to tag onto these things and it seems alien to a lot of them. So it's really changing your mindset perspective and, and learning more about how real businesses do things. And the quicker these coaches ad- adopt those things and, and do the things that we, we share, um, they'll start seeing real differences then. Yeah, that makes sense. So if I'm a coach or a consultant and I'm, and I have like my target demographic and I'm ready to generate some leads and get some customers, What's the quickest route to do such a thing? Or the, I guess I should say the most effective, we'll say most effective route to do that. So yeah, really, you know, what I believe the most effective route today from 2018 onwards, really, it's, it's all about, it's going to be all about content marketing. And I think from this year, um, content marketing is going to have a new name. It's just going to be called marketing. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, like I said, there's so many new people on the market now and so much competition coming that everything's getting saturated and there's so much noise. The only real way to stand out is not to pummel people with more adverts. It doesn't matter how much you can spend on, on Facebook or LinkedIn adverts. It's really about relationship building with people and, and tribe building and um, getting out content that demonstrates your expertise. So instead of trying to tell people you're, you're the best or tell them that you can help them, we've got to start showing them through our content that we can help them and that we understand them. Uh, and that ultimately, it won't, it, won't, it won't necessarily be the fastest way to do something, but it's going to be the most effective and, and soon probably the, the only way to do it unless you've got some really big advertising budget and, you know, uh, 
you, you make some quick sales. But otherwise, it, we're in the era of relationship building. So those who take that on board will ultimately get ahead. And those who don't and keep looking for the quick fix, they're going to be out of work in no time flat. Fair enough. So when you talk about content, are you talking about videos, podcasts, PDFs, images? What are you talking about? Well, ultimately, all of it, um, as much as you can do, most most people will have um, one medium that they excel at, that they express themselves best. So maybe it's video. Uh, I'm, I'm really good um, written, so I can just... I can slam out Facebook posts all day long because I'm, I'm just really good at writing. Uh, some people are just naturally really good on video. Uh, other people might do audio, you know. Uh, I might be better on audio than video because I probably sound better than I look. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so I would tell everyone, start with the, the, the main medium that works that you just excel at and then use what we call um, repurposing to extract that into other means. So, for example, if you start with a video, or let, let's take this audio, right? I could make an audio like this. We could talk for 20 minutes, and then I could get this transcribed. You know, you can use a service called rev.com, which will transcribe things like this for $1 a minute. And then I've got a, a PDF version of it. Um, and then I could even then make a, a quick video on the topic. Now I've got some some guidance on the points. and then. When you do that, you, you're, you're, you're going to have that content is, is now shareable on multiple platforms. You could put it on SoundCloud, YouTube, put the text on medium.com, write a Facebook post, send out an email. Uh, and then the more you repurpose, the more platforms you can use. And then the more eyeballs are going to or, or ears are going to uh, consume that content. Mm-hmm, and plus, that makes sense. there's different learning styles. So some people would can't stand to, to read a 400 word blog post, but they'll watch a half an hour video and other people won't watch a video, but they can scan and read an article. So the more you, you do repurpose that content, the more people you're going to, you're going to touch ultimately. That makes sense. So you mentioned something a little earlier that I'm going to catch you on, which is, um, the more you can do the better. Would you say you're more concerned with quantity or quality of content? Like if I can put out a really good video once every other week, is that better than me putting out a video once a week? Good question. It's, um, at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's not so much about the quantity of the content. It's more about the quantity of, of the reach of how many people see it, you know? So mm-hmm. a big mistake a lot of people make with content is they spend 80% of their time creating content mm-hmm. and only 20% of the time promoting it. And so they have like a thousand videos on their YouTube channel that each only have three views. And so it is better to have one video that's been seen a hundred thousand times, you know, than a hundred thousand videos that have been seen once. So yeah, it's getting that balance, right. You know, um, Making you know the, the the content pieces you you see that do the best. If you then you know lay up some paid promotion and, and put some some advertising power behind them, um, and and get more bigger and bigger numbers to that content, um, that's how you start getting good feedback and you start seeing what's really connecting with your audience. So, uh, but on the on the other hand, you know with the, the way social media works is social media rewards frequency. So you do want your content to be showing up all the time. You know, you don't need to be showing up all the time personally, but if you have your content schedule to go out, um, 
those who are more frequent are generally going to get more um, rankings according to the algorithms and things like that. So, you know, you could do a, a killer blog post or a killer video like once every two weeks and that might work, but then the lack of frequency is going to penalize you anyway. So what so, do you recommend? So that's why, you know, you, you need good quality content, but it also, you need to have frequency and, and quantity of getting it out there. So that's when the repurposing really takes care of two, those problems together because I might only make one video at the start of the week, like a 10 minute video, and then I get it all repurposed. So the video goes out at the start of the week. Then maybe on Tuesday, the, the, the PDF version gets released. On Wednesday, the maybe audio only gets released on SoundCloud or iTunes. You know, And then maybe the next day, then uh, it pops up. We repurpose the article for medium.com. And then maybe the next day, I repurpose the article on LinkedIn. So that one 10-minute video has actually given me six days of content. Yeah, that like makes sense. Now, rather than you're not rewriting it every single time. Um, so that's generally what, what we find works the best is, is, is doing that, having your content come up frequently, um, you know, and also getting as many views as possible. Right. Okay. So after I create really good content and I put it out there, then what, what, what are the biggest obstacles that most coaches and consultants run into after they're, they're producing content and they've done that consistently for six months and maybe they've put a little ad spend behind it and nothing is happening. What, how would you troubleshoot that problem? It seems like that happens a lot. Yeah, it does. So the, the first thing we look at is, do they actually have a call to action? You know, is the content actually leading the prospect anywhere? Most of the times it's not. It's like they do a great thousand word article or blog post, which is fantastic. And then the reader gets to the end and it's like the end. See you next time. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so you've got to put your content into context and you've got to know what's the next step. And the way we break this down, there's actually three types of um, content that we actually produce based on um, different psychology. So it's based on something called the buyer's journey, which is an age-old uh, marketing concept. There's different levels of awareness, basically, and, and you've got to know, uh, the, the, depending on where they're consuming this content, it's going to tell you what they want as a next step. So the first layer of content we have is what we call um, awareness content. And this is, this is going, what goes out to your colder market. So it might be stuff you put randomly on your Facebook page or in a YouTube video um, where it's on a social platform where no one's really subscribed to you yet, but they might just pass your content on the newsfeed or whatever it might be. Um, or usually external websites like medium.com or content publishers. Those co- pieces of content you want to make you know, under five minutes consumption time because these people don't really know you that well yet. And they're not going to watch like like a, a, a two hour video if you produce it. They just won't. They just won't watch right, it. Right. Yeah, three to five minute content. Um, raise awareness about what the real issue is for them and what they're struggling with, um, and let them know there is a you know there is a solution. Give a quick tip or something very simplistic. Then that content would lead them to the next phase, which would be a piece of information content, we call it. And this is now when they want to learn more about this and they want to expand on it, we can take them to an information piece. And that would be generally five to 10 minutes consumption time. So that might lead on to a 
like a longer video or a PDF guidebook or, or, or a really concise um, blog post. So you might think, for example, maybe you see a two-minute video on Facebook saying, hey, you know, are you struggling with these issues? This is pretty common. You, you, you suck at content marketing. You don't know how to build a tribe or an audience. Well, you know, there's actually um, three types of content you can produce, right? You know, now and I, would, I would finish that off by saying, if you'd like to learn more about those three types and would like all the information on that, I've made an extended video, which is um, 10 minutes long, and it will walk you through the three stages. Mm-hmm. Click here and go and check it out. And is that an op- email then, you know, opt-in? Yeah. And then, you know, if, if you can put it into a Facebook group or an email opt-in or somewhere they have to subscribe and they have to request the information from you. So now they're committing to you and they're following you now. Um, that's where they'd enter your, your sales funnel, basically. And then you give them information content. Um, and then, that, then con- that content would lead to the final piece of content, which would be action content. This is typically where you, you know, close the sale. This is going to be your webinars, your longer live streams, um, extended podcasts, maybe something, you know, even a long form sales page, something that, that would probably have more than 15 minutes consumption time. So only the most interested qualified people are going to be checking that out. And it's going to talk a lot more specifically about your product um, and taking action. And then they might either buy or even book a call with you or consultation maybe from that point. And that's what a funnel from a top-down view really should look like. So you have these three levels of relationship building and you'll know where everybody is. And the cool thing is when you've, when you've got a piece of content for each of those areas, you have a, a three-minute intro video, an extended 10-minute video, and then maybe a webinar. The cool thing is then whenever anyone asks you a question, I can tell what phase they're in immediately. So if I get an email or I get a Facebook message from someone and says, hey, Justin, I hear you help people with content marketing. Um, I have no idea where to start. What do I even do? Then I might say, hey, check out this three-minute video. It'll, it'll reveal the number one thing you need to learn. Or if they message me and say, oh, hey, Justin, I, I'm doing some content marketing, but I'm not sure what to do next. I'm not sure how to structure my posts. I need more information. Mm-hmm. I'll say, hey, have you checked out that 10-minute video? Or, or maybe even... Um, I've got a webinar on that. Would you like to see it? So you can be just just guiding traffic um, into the right element of the funnel. And so you don't end up um, miscalibrating because a lot of coaches, they get a message from someone who's in the awareness phase who's like, hey, what do you do? Just want to know what, what kind of things do you offer? And they mm-hmm. jump straight into the action phase and say, hey, let's book a call. And that scares that person off because they're like, no, I'm just window browsing. I don't, I don't want to commit to a one hour call with you. I was just wondering, but, and then they get called pushy and salesy and things like that. And it's just, it's just miscalibrating, um, you know, what stage of the relationship the prospect is at. So if your content marketing can do all that, it's, it's going to be very powerful. So is it really that simple that I just, um, commit to a content plan and I produce quality videos and I create some email sequences and I'm off to the races and I'll start getting clients. If I'm a coach or a consultant, is it really that simple? Or do I need to put some money into ad spend or some other form of traffic because just posting a couple of videos on my Facebook page isn't going to be drawing that much traffic? Or, or is it really as simple as you're saying it is? You know, that's a good question. And that's, that's the basic structure of it to get going. 
Um, you know, and then of course there's getting the, the first thing is before we get into traffic, the first thing is getting good at the content, you know, and, and understanding your audience, you know, that can take months and months sometimes of just mm-hmm. finding your voice. Uh, like if you saw, you know, one of my first videos, you know, uh, I looked like an idiot, you know, <laughs> years ago. Um, cause I'm, 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 I'm all stifled and, you know, uh, locked up and you have a mask on and all this kind of stuff. Um, only after doing 20, 30, 40 videos, you start to actually loosen up and then really show mm-hmm. your authentic self, which the content can be the same, but it's the connection that's different and the authenticity of it. So that's usually what helps the best content marketers, you know, take the likes of Gary Vaynerchuk, you know, or, or people like that who have big followings. It's, it's, it's not even the con like their content isn't that impressive. You know, they don't like Gary Vaynerchuk has, you know, two hour long videos that get rabid followers. He doesn't really teach mm-hmm. that much stuff. You know, I've probably gone into more detail on things than Gary Vaynerchuk does in two hours, but it's just his rawness and his authenticity and people can trust that. And, and they're looking to connect mm-hmm. with authentic people. So the first thing is just really finding your authentic, true voice and showing your personality that's going to be the first, that's going to, that's going to get you more engagement and more clients, regardless of the, the, the quality of the content. And when it comes to advertising, yeah, one mistake a lot of coaches are making is they're making content, but they don't have an audience. So they, they're kind of getting it backwards. They're, they're making this great content and they're putting it out there on their Facebook profile where they have no prospects following them. So, it, you know, only like their mum and their sister give it a give it a like, right? <laughs> because it's simply they're, they're just putting it where nobody is seeing it. And then as experts, the, the ego kicks in and they beat themselves up and think it wasn't a good enough article mm-hmm. or video. I'm going to make the next one twice as long or twice as scientific. Um, and it's not. You just fired it in the wrong direction. So if you don't have an audience right now, then yeah – getting less content to a bigger reach of people is going to be the first key. You need eyeballs more than you need Mm -hmm. 25,000 articles. Um, So it depends where you're starting. If you do have a tribe or or a big list or a Facebook group um, or some kind of audience, then yeah, just you can be sending lots of content and be be, um, present in front of that audience all the time. And when you do that, then you'll start turning more of them into customers but if you don't have an audience yet, you have to be working on that. So you need to, you know, I would make, I would focus on you know, less content, but then promoting it. If, if you have, if you don't have a list, there's only three ways you can get one. You can buy a list, you can build it yourself, or you can borrow it from other people, right? There's no other way to do it. So you can try and build it organically, you know, and put a post out every single day and, and grow by one or two viewers a week if you want that's painfully slow um people have done it but it that's that's the kind of route you take where you blog or you post in a facebook group for two years mm-hmm. before making any money and i know guys who've done that and then they they have a seven figure business on year three but that's the long slow approach whereas paying for advertising now is a lot cheaper than it's ever been it's a lot easier to target exactly who you want so I would look at whatever whatever your ads budget is. I would take what you can, at least five or ten dollars a day, and then you know start promoting your content to to a few thousand of that target audience, and 
Um, that's going to get you more reach, going to get you more followers if your right, content's right. good. <laughs> um, but the, the best thing that does though is it gives you feedback. You know, I get a lot of coaches like will come to me and say, Justin, uh, I've, re- I've made this video, you know, before I put it out there, what do you think? And, you know, it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't mean anything what I think. What do your market think of it? Right. You can get my opinion or someone else's opinion, or you could just put $10 on it, send it to a thousand people and you'll get their opinions. Like you'll know if they like it or if it sucks pretty fast. Right. So yeah, putting money on on, on the content. Um, I've, I've spent $10,000 promoting one blog post in the past. Now I've spent thousands on individual videos that have got you know, over 400,000 views. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that's where you get real feedback and, and a real buildup of an audience. But Again, that's why if you really want to dominate, it's it's getting it's getting the quality and the quantity. Uh, it's it's doing all these things and getting your content to as many people as you can, and making it good quality uh, and as frequently as possible. That's really the way to dominate with content marketing. I love it. I love it. And and just to kind of sum up what Justin was saying, I always teach to build a list or to get a following, it's either time or money. So either you have to like wait a long time, like Justin said, to get to year three, to actually have a decent list to market to, or you have to put money behind it to speed up that process and get more eyeballs on it. So I think Justin has done, has given us a lot of insight to content marketing today. And I really appreciate having him on the show today. So Justin, my friend, before you go, I'm going to turn the time back over to you. Feel free to tell the audience anything you want us to know. Um, if there's an opt-in we can get from you or anything anything at all, the time is yours. Great. Thank you. So I would say if, if this is something that helps you and you want to look more into this, um, best thing I would say is just, just go along to justindevonshire.com. And uh, that's my blog. You'll see some freebies on there you can opt in for as well. Also have a look at how my blog is set up because you'll see it follows the principles we talked about. You know, the blog posts are all kind of short to the point awareness type posts. Then you can get a free guide on, on the sidebar or you can access um, a longer automated video presentation. So you can go there and then see where, where you're led to. And then that'll tell you what phase of the relationship you're actually in when it comes to this stuff. Um, there's plenty of free information to learn more about this and other lead generation strategies. I love it. Well, thank you again for being a guest on the show, Justin. I really appreciate it. All right, Lindsay. Thank you. It's been brilliant. There you have it, folks. I hope you really enjoyed that interview with Justin, especially if you are a coach, author, expert, or speaker, right? Hopefully you gained some really valuable tips and tricks to getting more clients. Before I go, remember, join us at theclicktechnique.com for a free online marketing boot camp on how to build a strong online marketing foundation. Uh, leave us a review, share it with a friend, do all those things so we can keep going. And until next time, this is One Click Lindsay. Thanks for joining us. Thanks.